The Mid-America Music Festival is back, bigger and better than ever for 2021. Rocking Northern Missouri with autographs. Slaughter and Great White. Plus the 90 Days Band, Friday, July 16th at Black Silo Winery in Trenton, Missouri. Gates open at 3. Concert starts at 445. Tickets, camping, food trucks, and more. Information online at midamericamusic.com. Midamericamusic.com. Autograph. Slaughter. Great White. The 2021 Mid-America Music Festival. Friday, July 16th. Presented by CFM Insurance. Grab your friends and get your tickets now at midamericamusic.com. Turn it up. Midamericamusic.com. Hey, what's up? This is Joey Allen from Warrant, and you are on the road to rock. Turn it up. We roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You are now on the road to rock, powered by the Great American Sports Network. It's not just a podcast. It's an unabashed celebration of rock's living legends. And now, please welcome your host, the master of your rock and roll road trip, leading you down the highway to hell, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome once again to On the Road to Rock. I'm your host, Clint Schweitzer. And yes, currently, I am on the road, bringing you this show from all the way out uh, in the Badlands of America. I'm here on a trip uh, with, with my dad and my little brother. Uh, we're heading out to South Dakota. Uh, currently, where I'm recording, we're in South Dakota and heading to a little Bighorn in Montana. So, you know, hitting all the sites, hitting all the, you know, the places like Mount Rushmore, Badlands National Park. We're going to be heading over to through the Black Hills to Sturgis and Deadwood and places like that. So it's just been a really good getaway and a really great summer. A return to rock, as I coined this phrase, heading into the summer of 2021. And it has been uh, really lived up to that because uh, this past weekend on the 4th of July, I had the opportunity to see REO Speedwagon uh, at Ozarks Amphitheater. You can read my review of the concert on roadtorockpodcast.com, but... What it really was to me was it was so symbolic. You had 10,000 people there. You had this really festive atmosphere, many adorned in the red, white, and blue. You had fireworks going off. You just had a really a really tremendous atmosphere down at the Lake of the Ozarks. And for those that have never been down there, you've only seen the show Ozark. Don't judge us by our worst specimen, folks, although I'm a huge fan of the show. Uh, Ozarks Amphitheater is a tremendous venue. I just saw Sticks there uh, a week prior to this. So I, I've been to this venue a lot. You, when you get people down at the lake, it's a whole different vibe. You know, these people are down there. There's a lot of entertainment options. A lot of people rent boats and, you know, have, you know, multi-million dollar uh, lake houses down there. So when you get a big crowd like this at Ozarks Amphitheater, it's a it's a really special occasion and a special band. And REO Speedwagon is definitely that. And it was just a, a celebration of Americana. It was as simple as that. And it really hearkened us to me. It was a symbolic end of COVID, a decisive victory over COVID. And the live music... I can't believe we ever went without it. It's something that is so a part of me and my being that those 16 months or whatever it was in between concerts for me, it was really t tough. I mean, I was down and depressed. This whole thing has affected people differently. Say what you will, but this was, uh, it was a tough year. And so back to rocking, REO Speedwagon were tremendous. Uh, Kevin Cronin to me, one of the underrated voices in the annals of rock history. 
Again, you can read my review on uh, roadrockpodcast.com. And it was great being there with my family, fireworks going off. You had just, I mean, people were just in a celebratory mood and it was tremendous. From that to what's coming up here and uh, what this podcast is mostly going to be about is the Mid-American Music Festival, which I am partnering with. And it is in Trenton, Missouri, July 16th and 17th. Of course, on this podcast this week, we're going to be talking uh, to members from two of the bands that are going to be playing there on the Friday, July 16th. As that lineup is the Rock Edition. It's going to be autographed, Slaughter and Great White. And on this very show, we're going to be talking with Mark Slaughter, our good friend, and our great friend, Mark Kendall from Great White, going to be getting into this festival, uh, Mid-American Music Festival, which has been going on for a few years. It's at the Black Silo Winery in Trenton, Missouri. A great place to see a show if you're in the Kansas City area. It's only about, you know, an hour, hour and a half north. Head up to the show. I'm going to be there. It's going to be tremendous, especially on the Friday edition. Uh, And then on Saturday, if you're a country fan, uh, they got you covered there too with Granger Smith, Morgan Evans, Daniel Bradbury, Travis Marvin, and Dirt Road Addiction, and more. So if you want tickets to this event, you can use our promo code. Go to midamericanmusic.com. Use our promo code ROCK, and you'll get 10% off a one-day ticket or a weekend pass. So use the promo code ROCK. Come meet me. Come check out these great bands. It is a return to rock, and this festival is over a year in the making. It was scheduled for last summer, and the fact that these people, and that they've been tremendous to partner with, this is a great venue. This is a great place. These are great people. I can't wait to be a part of this. It's going to be one of those memorable nights, memorable occasions. Both nights will be for the rocker fans like me. You're going to want to be there for uh, at 445 on Friday for 90 days. They're opening up the whole thing. Then you've got Autograph at 6, Slaughter at 745, and Great White at 945. So, again, use that promo code ROCK and enjoy this podcast this week because I'm going to be getting into this further and talking with two of the bands uh, you know, that are going to be on hand at this event. So, again, midamericamusic.com. We'll get you all the info. For, so, first up, I'm going to go ahead and take you to our interview with our friend Mark Slaughter from Slaughter. We're going to be talking to him about the, the band's return to performing, the lineup for this summer, and so much more. And it's coming up right after this. Live music is back with this year's Mid-American Music Festival presented by CFM Insurance July 16th through the 18th at the Black Silo Winery in Trenton, Missouri. See Great White, Slaughter and Autograph July 16th. Granger Smith featuring Earl Dibbles Jr., Morgan Evans, Daniel Bradbury, Travis Marvin and more July 17th at the Mid-American Music Festival. Purchase your tickets and see the complete lineup at midamericanmusic.com. That's midamericanmusic.com. Hey there. Mark, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? Doing great, doing great. Just uh getting packed and ready for some uh getting ready for some shows here. Yeah, absolutely. Look at this setup, man. You could be you could be my co-host with a setup like this. Not not many people bust out the uh the microphone to go along with it, man. You've got it you've yeah. got it set up there. No, they, this is what I track vocals with, so I just kind of plug it in and you know, I don't need a zillion mics for, for, for different things. It's just the old boom for when I'm cutting vocals, you know? Man, well, it sounds great, man. It's great to, great to see you. We've had you on the show before, but first time in this format, this is pretty cool, right. man. The last Absolutely. year, I, I wish I would have invested in, in Zoom stock about a year and a half ago. Uh, right. Who could have known? This is pretty awesome, though. Uh, do you, do you like doing it this way or do you prefer the old, 
call this random number and talk yeah, on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's it's better face to face, and you know who you're speaking to. You know, it's 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 different. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot more uh, personable. But you know, the only thing is, is if you're doing something else, I mean, you're 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 chained to your chair and your microphone. You know, and otherwise right. you can be multitasking and doing shit. You know, that, that's a very but, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, for you guys, man, like you said, you talked about going out and, uh, you know, some some shows starting up here, man. This is just what I, this is a loaded question to start off with, man. But uh, what's the what's the last year been like for you? I mean, well, it's it been a lot of uh, home improvement because that's about <laughs> all you could really do. That's and, right. <laughs> and absorbing an amount of, of money spent on on uh, lumber. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I got, you know, you look at the four walls, you look at things and you go, you know, I've got the time right now. It's time to, to fix things up. So uh, a lot of fixing up, you know, it was a year off, which was, you know, very, very difficult. I mean, financially for everybody and everybody felt the pain. I didn't do the PPE loans and all the other garbage that everybody else was doing. I think that there's, you know, single mother out there struggling a lot more than I am. So uh, let it go and just kind of hunkered down and got to work here and did some projects and, uh, uh, you know, just getting ready to go back out and have some fun again, you know? Yeah. You've got some, quite a few dates on the books. I mean, is this a deal where, uh, you know, I think, uh, June 24th coming up is, uh, is your next one in Minnesota and Brainerd. I mean, Right. What, what are the feelings going to be like? This is just, I don't know that uh, a lot of artists we talk to, it's like, you know, it's, I think that it's real easy in life to take anything for granted that you just don't right. think will ever be gone. I never thought I'd go a year without going to a concert yet. Right. Here we are. Right. What, what are the feelings going to be like for you guys? Well, here as I, you going? know, we did, we did a show in, uh, in Houston, we did a private show and then we did an, uh, another show in Houston and it was really nice to be back, but there is that that feeling of like, you know, I hope I hope this doesn't happen again. I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's got their vaccinations or 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 not. And and, uh, you know, we're just hoping that it doesn't, you know, happen again because it's, uh, you know, they kick the daylights out of everybody, all businesses and and, you know, people's finances and and families. I mean, I've known a lot of people have lost uh, a lot of people you know, a lot of family with COVID. So it's really, you know, it's messed up, you know? So hopefully uh, we're not uh, the, the bright light bringing the moss to the bug zapper, you know? Um, that's what I'm, I'm hoping, but you know, there's no way to, no way to know. I mean, all we could do is just kind of do what we do and, you know, get out there and try to make people smile a little bit, you know? Have you guys ever gone this long without playing a show? I don't think that it's possible no, because you no. guys from 1990, we're always a stalwart from when, you know, I'm 37. I remember from the time I started going to shows in the mid nineties, like it was slaughter was on a, 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 a rot never stops tour was on a poison right. tour. Like you guys, and you guys have always just done. It. I mean, it, that's the longest you've been with, without, without it's the playing. longest we've been doing with, you know, in that side of it. And, and it is very odd to just sit but, you know, I think it was a good, the, the good part of it is, I mean, I always try to find the positive in everything. And the positive is, is it gives people a reboot and to think about what matters and to, you know, understand that the things that we take for granted is not something to, to take for granted and to, um, you know, count your blessings, so to speak, you know, so uh, 
but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, it was very, very difficult in that side of it. But uh, again, you know, we did a show, you know, a couple of weeks ago and it was just phenomenal. And, and uh, we've got these, these other festivals. We've got the one in Brainerd. We've also got the Freedom Fest in Colorado and both of them are record numbers. So, you know, people are ready to get back out there and, and enjoy life a little bit. So we're just hoping everybody does it safely. Well, it kind of flew under the radar a little bit. I think things that happened in or around 19 or, or tw certainly 20, it's just hard to, you know, kind of um, fathom some some of that news. But you guys, I mean, Bloss Elias back playing right. with Slaughter. What, what's that been like? Because I, I always love Zoltan. I thought he's tremendous. Yeah. I saw him with you guys a few times. And I mean, he's just a monster, but uh, there's just a certain magic that exists, obviously having him back yeah, in the band is a big deal. Is, yeah, Bloss is, he's not playing with this on, uh, Will Hunt is playing with us on these these upcoming shows. Okay. Bloss is uh, gearing up for the TSO. Um, we're talking about next year of doing, you know, the, the whole, pretty much the whole, uh, uh, lineup next year. So okay. we'll, we'll see as it, as it unfolds right now, what, uh, Will Hunt who plays with Evanescence as well yes. uh, is playing with us and he's a phenomenal player and, and, um, uh, you know, as Bloss is and, uh, you know, everybody's just trying to make, uh, figure out a way to make it all work because, you know, work is work and, um, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, no question. And for you guys, um, there's been, you guys have a major kind of a release coming up here. I think this is amazing. And uh, you guys are doing this uh, Fear No Evil. Um, it is a limited edition box set here. And um, right. this is just tremendous. I think when you, things like this, it's, it's, it's an era where it's, I think, good to get creative when it comes to delivering right. content to fans. This is exactly what you've done. And it's extremely affordable and it is for pre-sale right now uh via What's kiss for my wax records? Yeah. yeah well we decided yeah kissmywaxrecords.com what we decided to do is to uh they approached us and we ended up getting some demos and it's for the audiophiles and those enthusiasts um we put together a box set um with a lot of extra goodies as well as a spend my life uh willy wonka style golden ticket that you could see the band whenever you want to see the band um, and you know, I was just, just having fun with it. I think that that's one of the things we wanted to do is like, well, we might as well start making a time capsule of where we came from. So this record was out in 95. It was after stick it to you and wildlife. And that was the first record we did never came out on vinyl. Right. And, uh, that was the, that's the whole idea. We're just going to put it out there for those people who want that. And, uh, we're real proud of it because we're, we're involved all the way through on it. Well, I want everyone to go to kiss my wax, uh, You can pre-order that now. This is, that just looks amazing when you see the, the layout and every, the, the gatefold set and everything like yeah. that. It's just tremendous. And it's for a lot of people that really take comfort in having it in that medium in a vinyl and right. Right. This is a right. Great way to do it. This is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. 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 So, yeah, so we're, we're doing that. We're you know we're out there playing, we're enjoying, uh, you know, getting out there again and, uh, and, uh, you know, the madness is kicking up. We have shows every weekend. So yeah, this is the beginning of a pretty busy year for us. What is this, uh, you know, for, you know, for a vocalist, for you, one of the, you know, highest falsettos in, in rock history here and coming back and is there, is there some nerves 
about that? Because I mean, that <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, I, I mean, you, you, it's kind of what you do. It's kind of right. like uh, you haven't done it for a while and all of a sudden you get back into it and you go, Oh yeah, this is what I do. Um, and I think that's really where it's at. It's, it's not something that I'm like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. I mean, I've done it a lifetime. You know, I, the slaughter has been around since, you know, 31 years ago is when we released our stick it to you record. Yep. So, you know, we've been around a while and, you know, I had been touring with VVI prior to that. So, you know, it's just kind of like chewing gum. It's just getting out there and doing it. But I, I think what I'm really looking forward to, I mean, we're entertainers. We like to entertain, you know, coming from Las Vegas where there is a myriad of, uh, you know, fantastic entertainers, Sinatra, you know, Sammy Davis, et cetera, all the, the old school style entertainers that's the the town that i came from so to me this is just getting back to work and doing what i love is there for you specifically is there challenges i mean everybody's voice changes as they get older your voice is so synonymous and it's so recognizable is there challenges with that the things that you have to do i mean well i i think the challenge is just it's no different than a, a quarterback who plays for you know for the nfl i mean you're at some point, your shoulder and your arm is not as good as it was before, but you learn what happens as you start to become a better player and you know what your limitations are, but you know how to use your, your, your instrument better over time. So as much as you have a natural ability, when you start out, you learn your craft, you learn how to do it, you know what to, how to twist and do the things to, to, to make it through the game. And you know, and that's a key point. As you get older, you get smarter. So, you know, all in all, I think, uh, you know, the band sounds great. You know, I'm out there still doing what I love and I uh, can't wait to sing the songs that make people smile a little bit. Well, you guys will be here uh, in my neck of the woods, uh, July 16th, playing with Great White and Autograph. I mean, you guys have been out a part of a lot of packages, playing with a lot of bands. Is it, uh, I mean, do you kind of, do you prefer that or, or, you know, I've seen you guys play, uh, you know, club shows on your own. Do you, do you kind of prefer playing with some of the, some of the other bands and kind of getting out oh, there and hanging out with your buddies? Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like high school when you're, yeah. when you're running into your <laughs> friends that way. I mean, you, you know, we've all known each other a long time and there's just a, you know, there's X amount of cast of characters out there that, that you run with. And so, yeah, it's nice to see everybody check up and how are you? How's your family? How you doing? How, How's business been? I mean, it's just, it's just life as an entertainer, but uh, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to seeing, we saw autograph at a private show. Uh, like I said, a couple of weeks ago and uh, they're, they're good guys. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a, a great bill here at Trenton, Missouri. And it's uh, going to be awesome. We're so excited to find, cause it was scheduled for last year. Amazing. Right. Here we are right. a year later, finally going to get it on. So really excited about that. I mean, so for slaughter, we're talking about, you know, 31 years uh, since Stick It To You here. I right. mean, two times platinum. You guys go out on the road with Kiss and the Hot in the Shade tour. What was it like uh, just around that time for the band is, you know, you'd, you'd been formed for a couple of years and you scratch and claw to get to this point and you're going out on the road with Kiss and on the, on the Hot in the Shade tour. What was that time like for you guys? Well, you know, we, uh, we made our record and then once, and we did a video and it was in the can and our first show that we ever played as Slaughter was with Kiss. Um, so our, our first show was with Kiss at uh, Lubbock 
in Lubbock, Texas on May 4th, 1990. And so we, uh, we went in and, and did our first show. And I think that, you know, making the band in the studio and doing what we did, taking it out on the road was a complete different thing because you're, you're kind of doing a, uh, you're learning your songs in a different way than with the way you track them. So, uh, you know, that's, we went into, to do that. And, uh, the band, as it moved forward, for instance, in fear, no evil, I think that the band became more of a live entity, uh, instead of just a, a band that was songwriters, producers who went into the studio and, and put out a record. So I think that's a, that's a key as time went on that where we went as far as, uh, you know, our band goes. Well, Mark, it's, it's, it's always such a pleasure, man. And I can't wait to have you guys here. And uh, before we hit you go, before we let you go, got to hit you with our final four drum roll, four quick questions and you give us whatever okay. comes to mind. Sound good. Okay. Sounds okay. great. So in 1991, there was a, a hit television show that featured a character that uh, went on a date and snuck into a slaughter concert. Do you, are do you, are you aware of what show that was? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Saved by the bell. Close. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's so Don't close. It's, it's full house. Full house. There you go. So Danny Tanner uh, went, snuck into a slaughter concert and then sent the venue money later because he felt bad about it. So there you go. Always love that. Always love that little piece of, you know, it's crazy. When, you know, it was, it was so funny. You know, people don't realize we were on the road for a year and a half. So all that time that everybody's sitting at home watching TV, they're like, did you see that? Did you yeah, see that? Right. You're like, no. A, there's no cable on a bus. B, there's no, you know, it, the, the quality of the VHS that people would give us would be just garbage. So we wouldn't watch it. But, you know, so we miss Friends. We miss Seinfeld. I mean, all this stuff was just, you know, pluming as well as Saturday Night Live. We didn't see those skits. You know, we were out on the road. So yeah you miss a lot of television and you miss a lot of, uh, of culture in that side. So that's one thing in this pandemic, I was like, Oh, okay. So I was able to go back and see some of the things I missed over those years. That's funny. Great transition. That was question number two. What show or shows have you, that have you had time to binge watch over the last year? We nailed on a few. Have you gone back and what got finally got to Seinfeld or is there some old yeah, ones that you yeah, like? I saw that saw Seinfeld, um, you know, King of Queens, which is on, you know, <laughs> Nick at night all the time. They love that. It's a great show. Um, and uh, we saw that show Paradise City, which is kind of a the old story of uh, the Hollywood uh, days. It was, it was done really well. Um, and that was good. And other than that, man, I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to just watch TV and binge watch, so to speak. But uh you know, I, I did enjoy a lot of television in this time. That's for sure. Well, um, kind of along the same lines, what is the last uh, show or concert that you attended as a fan? As a fan, last concert. Well, it's over a year ago. Let's right. Think. <laughs> um, let's see. What was the last? I actually went and saw a, a group called Snarky Puppy, which is a kind of a fusion-y jazz group. So that was one of the in bands Vegas? I went and saw. No, actually in uh, Tennessee, that's where I live. So, yeah, you, so what, uh, that's that's kind of an aside here to me is that Nashville almost has become like kind of like a new LA in a lot of ways to me. So many people yeah. have moved out there. What's the vibe like in Nashville, man? I, every time I visit, it's one of my favorite places to visit. It's so many types of music, so many sports. It's all there. What's, what's Nashville like to live in these days? It's, uh, you know, it's, 
since I've been here, it has completely plumed into a totally different city. Um, but, uh, you know, the, our sports teams are great. You know, the people here are really involved with it, uh, with the Predators or the Titans or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's, it is a great city. Um, as far as the music coming through, like, you know, it's funny. We have not played around in Nashville uh, in a long time because it's just there's there's such an abundance of other things going on. We always find ourselves in the outskirts. We're playing Pigeon Forge as the closest thing to here and also up in your neck of the woods. Yep. Um, and those are the only, you know, those are the closest to Nashville at this point. So I don't play here often. So that's odd. We got to get um, you guys a date at the Ryman. That'd yeah. be the, the Slaughter at the Ryman. That's that'd be a live album right there. That would be <laughs> that would be a live record. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I saw I've seen Joe Bonamassa was there. That was, he he was great at that venue. That's a great venue. Oh, it's amazing. I I, I absolutely love it. You know, fortunate enough, I, we also cover sports. So we got uh, the Chiefs playing the Titans in Nashville this year and Mizzou playing Vanderbilt. So I got two trips planned. It's going to be a going to be a there good fall, go. no doubt. So you know Ryan Cook then, right? Yeah. He's a big Chiefs guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, yes, he is. Um, that's oh, – let's just go there. Last question. Did you have – a favorite sports team growing up. Do you have a current one now? Um, growing up, Las Vegas, no sports teams. Right. So did you UN, for LA UNLV. Teams or what? UNLV was it. They were it was great. So funny is you know in the NFL when I was a kid, I liked the Raiders. I mean that was a million years ago, and subsequently, who's you know going to be the team for Las Vegas? The Raiders. I mean, that works. Pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy. So. Uh, you know, funny how, you know, 40 years will change things, you know? <laughs> yep. Uh, looking forward to many Chiefs Raiders uh, games coming up. It's a great rivalry. Go. And so we'll see that. Mark, man, we can't wait to see you here uh, in, in Missouri, July 16th. And I, I'll probably find myself out at the Monsters on the Mountain in, in October, too. Let's just be awesome. honest. That's probably where we'll be. Thank you so much, brother. Always a pleasure. Take care. And we'll see you soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Looking you forward bet. to seeing you. All right. Thank you. Great to catch up with our good friend Mark Slaughter and uh, keeping it in the family, so to speak, here, the Mid-America Music Festival family. Going to be talking to Great White founding member and guitarist Mark Kendall. And without further ado, without any further blabbing from me, we're going to go right to that interview right here. Mark. <laughs> hey, what's man. up, brother? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. It is just always a pleasure to have you. It's been, it's been about a year, but welcome to on the road yeah, to rock thanks, we, man. well how you how you yeah. been brother good um you know the place where i did the um we did the podcast last time in in santa rosa my friend he lost his home in that in that big uh santa rosa fire they had out there that's right you were like so, kind of in a studio like a, a little a studio I had a friend's yeah. house or something that, Oh my gosh, that's terrible. That was a yeah. bad deal, man. Yeah. Uh, they kind of turned it into a positive though. They, um, she, she had really good insurance, his wife, uh, you know, beyond the homeowners. Like, so, you know, they got a lot of money and, uh, kind of restarting their whole deal. And it's, it, it's pretty sweet actually, but yeah, uh, to lose, the uh, non-replaceables has got to be you know tough well it is and that that just it seems like every year there's a, set, start, a part of california that gets kind of affected by this and 
Oh, it's just scary. It seems like no matter where you go, you know, I'm in the Midwest. We've got tornadoes. You go down to Florida, you have hurricanes, or there's no escaping natural disasters, as I've learned. Yeah. Take your pick. You know, you want an earthquake or, you know, well, come to California. Mark, I think we talked to you last April, and it wasn't long after that. It's crazy. It's, I'd kind of forgotten about this, but last May, you guys played one of the only covid shows in the in the country last summer at least yeah. for rock bands you guys played in north dakota i'd forgotten about that and of course right. the sentiment was well look at this super spreader event and uh <laughs> in north dakota yeah. places like north dakota just said hey we're, we're gonna live our lives and i and i think that it's yeah. a, a testament and i think that it's proven out that that was probably the right thing to do what yeah. looking back to that show like do, was there some nerves about that what was kind of the sentiment from from the public when you guys did that last year uh well you know it, as far as crowd control and all that that was like up to the mayor and the promoter and you know the powers uh we kept it safe backstage wore masks and you know did that number on stage you know we got a sting and we're not going to go up there looking like surgeons you know <laughs> so uh so, but, um, you know, people kind of jumped on the bandwagon and was trying to blame us because people out in the audience, some weren't wearing masks. Sure. And, you know, that was like way out of our control. Plus, I don't think that that area, I think it's kind of a conservative area and they really didn't ever close anything. Right. People did, did the necessary safety measures and stuff. So, but as far as that, you know, it was out in the open on a street. So, you know, people did come after us a little bit, but it it was really not, you know, we couldn't be playing and going out there saying, please put your mask on or, you know, it was really not our, we didn't set the rules for that. You know what I mean? So, but regardless, um, we the uh, country's starting to open up now, which is sweet, you know, get out there and play. People can enjoy themselves. Oh, yeah, it's great. Just a world of difference and uh, a lot of shows coming up. In fact, you guys are going to be here in my neck of the woods coming up uh, in July with uh, Autograph and Slaughter. Uh, it's the Mid-American yeah. Music Festival. This was scheduled like a long time ago. We're finally going to get this to happen, Mark. Right. So we're going to get you guys here to Missouri uh, coming up here soon. And we're so excited to have you back. I guess the last time yeah. I saw you guys, you were here uh, two years ago in May. So uh, at the casino here, Maristar Casino. So we're, we're glad to have you back. And I know you guys are glad to get back out there on a, and you guys got a bunch of dates coming up this summer. So all good, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. The shows are coming in every day. Just got a call today with two more. July is pretty much just crammed with shows. So yeah, it's just great for everybody, you know, um, you know, for us, of course, you know, do what we love to do and play music for people. And, you know, I'm sure people are excited just to get out and do anything, you know, <laughs> this point. So, so it's, uh, we played our last show. Um, and you could tell the crowd was just elated to have fun and get out there. We played with Night Ranger and uh, Vince Neal and, you know, people were really getting into it and enjoying themselves. So it was nice to see. Is there, I mean, you probably never in your life taken a year off from playing. (laughs) 
What yeah. I mean, we saw, and you know, people are going to make their jokes. Uh, and at the show you were talking about was, I think, Dan Iowa, and you know, that's where kind of Vince Neil was struggling. But do you think that that there's a, a certain level of, of kind of rustiness that that's going to happen? I mean, the, a lot of the you guys have just never taken this much time off. Is it is it hard getting reacclimated? No, uh, not really for me because I play guitar a lot, like you know, and. Uh, you know, I get plenty of exercise. I got a Pilates machine at home. I ride my bike, um, and I'm always has a. I always have an acoustic guitar that I'm like trying to come up with things and you know, kind of practicing or whatever. So it it was not a big deal. Um, as far as Vince Neil, I I think he had a little problem with his voice or something, but I wasn't there to see that, so I'm not sure what to say about that. But uh, yeah. Um, no, not a problem. You know, everybody's in pretty good shape, you know, so. Yeah, n no question about it. And I want to, I want to talk uh -huh. about your singer, Mitch Malloy, who I think has really done wonders for the great right image. I feel like, and I don't, and I don't know, maybe this is just my perception, but in the last three years that he's been in the band, it's like, when you say great white, whereas before, you know, Terry's in the band, I think he did a great job for great white, to be honest, but there was a different, I think a different perception when you said great white back in 2014 or 15, maybe you say like, okay, which, which are we talking about? Jack Russell. Are we talking about with Mitch Malloy in this band? I feel like great white, the perception has shifted and great white is the Mitch Malloy, Mark Kendall, Aubrey Desborough, you know, Michael Lardy version that, that, that he has brought that to this band. And I don't even know if that's just my perception, but just talk about him and what he's done to solidify this lineup. Um, well, you know, he sings just about perfect every night and brings a lot of energy. Um, you know, it's funny when you call you call us a version because, you know, we, we did change singers, but, um, you know, I've never heard ACDC call the a version or, or <laughs> anybody else. But, but regardless, that's fine will be a version. I mean, I'm on every that, record. I'm, you know, that was only <laughs> but, for uh, a lack of better term. I don't consider you guys a, a version. No, I, that was just no, for a lack of a better no, term. I you know, know what I mean? No, I've, I've heard it before though, but that's fine. Um, yeah. He brings a lot of energy, um, positive energy, and he really gets into the shows. I mean, he, he gets out there and engages with the crowd. He seems a natural at it. You know, he doesn't have a script. He, he just kind of, you know, he, he's good at talking to the crowd and engaging, bringing them into the show, getting them excited, you know, which is something I could never do. I'm just not the type of person that can go out there and say, how are you feeling tonight? And all that, you know, <laughs> what singers do, that end of it, you know, besides I can't really sing like a, a lead singer, but, uh, you know, that's one thing, you know, you need a certain personality to pull that off, you know, and you can tell when it's forced and when it isn't. And he seems to be a natural uh, at that. Oh yeah. No question about it. And, uh, you know, of course it's been unbelievable that it's been uh, since 2017, it's been four years uh, since you guys uh, last released new music. I, I think we've talked about this before. What, yeah. What's, what's the uh, last year been like, have you guys uh, been working on some stuff and is how important is it to kind of solidify you know, Mitch being in the band with, with, a, with some, some new stuff. It's important. And, you know, we have so many ideas and, and a lot of stuff on tape. It, it's just that this pandemic deal has really uh, 
putting a damper on it, just like playing live. I mean, you know, it's, it's really uh, tough, but we're really going to try our damnedest. I've been saying this for more than almost two years that we're going to try to get something out this year. But I really believe that we will um, this year for sure. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it, it was just tough. I mean, you know, we had to do everything on Zoom and, you know, so we're working on it. But uh, we got a lot of great ideas, I can tell you that much. Uh, uh, some stuff really good. I can't wait to record it for real. Be real excited about that. Oh, can't cannot wait for it, Mark. Uh, so, you know, whenever you guys are, are out there, you guys do a lot of different things, a lot of different types of shows. You might play a bill, like, for instance, here in Missouri, with Slaughter and Autograph, two good friends from, from all the way back. Or you might do a headlining show here or there. Do, what's it like, you know, kind of going out? Uh, do, you, do you kind of prefer the, the headlining shows or maybe you get, uh, you know, a little more time? Or, I mean, how fun is it also to go out and then you do a, a bill where you got three or four bands and everybody likes and you've got hit after hit? I mean, do, do you kind of prefer one yeah. or the other? Or is it just kind of fun no matter what? Well, I... The longer we can play, the better for me. I, I like ah. to play as long as possible. Um, but so the festivals like, you know, the M3 festival or, you know, where there's multiple bands, sometimes you only get an hour and that, that's a little tough, but, you know, so you might only get um, a lot of songs you're familiar with. Maybe, you know, we can put one in that's kind of a new one. What we will, no matter how long the set is, we'll at least get one new one in there. But uh, yeah, I prefer the longer, you know, it's really tough when you have so many records and we, and we can only play, you know, an hour, <laughs> but you know, that's just the way it is. Um, you know, and when we were an opening act years ago, we were only playing like 15 minutes at, at you know, on some big tours, you know, so, um, that that's just the way it is. So we know how to, you know, do that, but I prefer the longer. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Mark, when it comes because to the solos go, the solos go. The, right. The guitarists, that's not good for a guitarist. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to touring, when it comes to, to COVID this last year, I mean, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I've never claimed to be, I, I don't, I know that this is, is a real thing and it, you know, people are affected, no question. But when you, when you take a year away from, from a musician's livelihood, I mean, does that hit you at all? Do you, do you think of it that way? Do you think of like, you know, this whole time, are you thinking like, this is insane. We got to be out there or, or are you just kind of like, Hey, we'll, we'll follow along, whatever we need to do here. What, what's been kind of your thoughts this last year about playing live? Kind of both, kind of, uh, you know, I'll, I'm willing to follow along with whatever, you know, it seemed to be getting a little bit political because you see some states are like open and then others have this new other rule and then, you know what I mean? So um, that's a little confusing because we've had so much information on, on how to be safe that, I, I mean, you know, so it seems like we could have played in some fashion because people were still traveling. You know, that didn't stop. I mean, they weren't selling the middle seats on planes, but I mean, you're still like 
three feet away from somebody. <laughs> yeah. That's not, you know, I guess they did that just for, you know, make it for an effort kind of a deal. But um, I think it could have happened a little earlier, but, you know, I know it is, you know, if you have something wrong with you and you get, get that, if you get the COVID or whatever, um, it, it can be dangerous. I think the people sure. that have, like say a lung problem or some kind of underlying um, medical condition, they should really be careful and stay, maybe stay in. And then the healthy ones, maybe go to a rock show. <laughs> I, well, thank goodness, knock on wood, I'm currently one of the healthy ones. So I will be going to many rock shows, Mark. Uh, right on. Can't wait for that. Um, man, it's so it's... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I just have to bring this up because it cracks me up, and you don't have to go into into any sort of long diatribe, but you you can if you if you want. But so we all know Sebastian Bach; he's he's a little out there, yes. So rock and roll's coming back. We've got shows coming back, and Sebastian Bach um, says thanks to Joe Biden for bringing back rock and roll. Now, a president is capable of a lot of things, Mark. I don't know how much they care about rock music, but apparently Joe Biden has brought back rock and roll. So yay for us as a country. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that was, ins- you know, that was just, that was a I, lot. <laughs> I think everybody, you know, um, as far as the different sides of the political spectrum have, you know, different opinions. So he's welcome to his and, you know that's fine with me mark you're too nice of a guy you're a great guy and i feel like (laughs) we i feel like we have a lot of the similar beliefs and a lot i know this because we i follow you on twitter and i i I think that i think you're just uh kind of like what a salt of the earth person that you have your beliefs but you are open to other thoughts and i think that's something that we just all need to strive for and i think that you need to be given credit for that that's a good thing, yeah. man. Thank you. Well, Mark, cannot wait to, to have you here in Missouri uh, once again. Before we uh, before we cut you loose, as I like to end each interview with a final four drum roll, four quick questions. We'll have some fun. You give us whatever comes to mind. Okay. What for Question one, what is the last concert that you attended as a fan? Can you remember back that far? Um, last concert I attended as a fan would have been, God, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it was Johnny Winter. It was a club called the Coach House of San Juan Capistrano. That's awesome. I believe that was my last, my last one. Um, I don't go to a lot of concerts because, you know, we're playing, we play a lot and, I just not something I do unless uh, it's somebody that I must see. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It was Robin Trower. Oh, wow. It, yeah. It was four, three years ago. That's right. I forgot about the Trower. Got to meet him and everything. It was sweet. So, you, wow. That's, that's been, so that's been a while. That was that. Uh, so it's not even COVID that really keeps you from having gone to a show. You're just so busy as a musician that it's hard for you to get to one. Yeah, three years ago, though, I I went and saw him and he really doesn't do proper meet and greet. He he goes into a van or something and kind of waves to the crowd leaving. But I knew the sound man because he was out um, 
on a tour uh, doing Judas Priest years ago, and then I saw him again, and uh, he walked me back to meet Trower. It was pretty cool. So I, I kind of met him one on one, took a picture, and told him how great he was. <laughs> oh, <I> lo- <laughs> but he really, he really was uh, did a good show, man. He's great. Um, He's seventy six. So, right, it's unbelievable. Touring, <laughs> you know. It's hey, I, cool. I'm all about it. I love it. Um, uh, question two, Mark. Uh, so this is, I feel like I've seen Great White live enough that I should probably have my own opinion about this, but of all the shows you played in all the decades, is there a song, one song that no matter what, that you feel like is the song that, that um, exemplifies Great White in a live setting that no matter what the d- show, no matter who's in the crowd, that this is the one song? Is it Once Bitten, Twice Shy? Is it Save All Your Love? Is it Old Rose Motel? I mean, what, what song? is the song every night um probably and it's only because of the popularity but um probably rock me uh, usually gets everybody's attention because it had so much airplay and once mid twice shy but you know rock me because of all the dynamics in the song you can feel the crowd is like because even during the bass line in the beginning the they start to swell with noise, you know what I mean? Because they know what's coming. So that, that one kind of stands out. Mark, what is the first album that you remember buying with your own money or that you stole? Either way. <laughs> for, for, again, okay, now uh, Johnny Winter gets a plug because okay. uh, <laughs> the first album I ever bought on my own, it was actually in the 8-track tape. Uh, it was Johnny Winter, Still Alive and Well. I owned a lot of records, but I didn't buy them. My dad used to get me records. Okay. That's the first one I actually purchased with my own money. Okay. I'm going to give you a softball here. No pun intended on this last one, but you're a Dodgers fan. I know you're what a beloved fan you are. <laughs> they, they, since we talked last, they won the world series in the weird COVID year, but it looks like they may be on track to, to do a repeat to the Dodgers win a second straight world series after not winning one since 1989. Um, you know, if the stars line up, I mean, I think they're good enough to win, but you need a little bit of luck, you know, uh, to win a series, uh, you know, like they, I really felt there was a little, things really went their way pretty good, um, against Atlanta. That was a super tough series. They were down three to one. They don't figure to win three in a row and they did. So, you know, I think it was just kind of in the stars for them to win, but. To win two in a row, it's like really tough. I know San Francisco did it one year as a wild card even. So we'll see what happens. Uh, They're hanging right there. You know, it's like there's three teams, San Diego, San Francisco, and and the Dodgers right together. I mean, they're within a game of each other. So, you know, it's so early in the season. Somebody can go into the valley of darkness and lose 12 in a row. I mean, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't know what's going to happen. Unfortunately, I know all too well how hard it is to win two in a row because I'm a Chiefs fan uh, and I was at this year's Super Bowl. I didn't go the year before when the Chiefs beat the Niners. And then yeah. I go last year and we uh, against the Bucs and it was a disaster. So I know how hard it is. And I'll, but, yeah, I, but I'm cheering yeah. for you. I'm cheering for you to make it you happen. Things to go your way. You know? Yeah, you do. You know. um, no matter how good your team is, I mean, literally, you know, you can have a couple bad games and then you get in your head and you know, you're not playing your best and that's right. You know, 
So it it just depends on how you're going to play. That's you know, right. on paper they're a great team, but how are they going to handle the heat? They've shown that they they can do it though. So we'll see what happens. That's why they play the games, as they say. Mark, <laughs> thank you so much, my friend. I uh, want all of our listeners here uh, locally to go to midamericamusic.com and uh, use our promo code, which is ROCK, to get 10% off the Mid-American Music Festival. That's all I can do, Mark. That's all I can do for them. Sweet. 10% awesome. off. You know what? It's better than nothing, Great. right? Hey, yeah. thank you so much, my friend. Yeah, we'll sure. see you here uh, in mid-July, man. Can't wait to see you, Thanks, man. Clint. Always, you, brother. Clint. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Huge thanks to both of our guests, Mark Kendall and Mark Slaughter, for joining us. Both bands are going to be together. They're very excited about it. Uh, Mid-America Music Festival. Again, midamericamusic.com. Use the promo code ROCK to get 10% off your weekend or single day passes. Guys, it is just going to be, it's going to be, I've been looking forward to this now for over a year. The fact that this has been lingering out there and they were able to get um, all the bands back involved and uh, make this happen is a tremendous testament to the people and the sponsors of the Mid-American Music Festival. I'm so proud to be a Missourian, to be from Kansas City, and to shoot up, you know, 90 miles or so north to check out this great show. So, hope everybody will be there. I hope uh, you guys will come and say hello at the event. Guys, so much more coming up on the road to rock. We've got great interviews. They just keep flowing in, and I'm so excited about it. This has been the return to rock in so many ways. We rebranded the podcast from Music Mania to On the Road to Rock, and I just felt this feeling of rejuvenation. Maybe it's the summertime. Maybe it's the things are open. Maybe it's no masks. Maybe it's concerts. Maybe it's all the above. But you know where you stand here on the road to rock. <laughs>